Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. On today's episode, I want to talk about something very important. I want to talk about when we fall into the darkness. My last Reiki Level 1 and 2 class that I taught was an extra special one. I passed a very important milestone, which was teaching over 100 students. This last class brought it to 101 to be exact. I had told my husband a few months ago that when I did get to the 100th student that the class was going to be very important. And at the time, I had no idea why, but after the class ended, I finally understood it. In this last class, one lady traveled all the way from New York, another one all the way from Utah, both of which had found me on the podcast. One lady came from Saskatchewan, one from Vancouver Island, one from Ontario, and two from Alberta. And a few weeks before the class, every time I would think about all of these people coming from all over, I would get extremely emotional. I couldn't wrap my head around these strangers flying all the way to Calgary for me to be their teacher. And honestly, I thought that maybe that was why I was feeling that this class that marked the 101 students was going to be so special. And it was for sure a big part of it. But little did I know that there was more. A few of us met up the night before the class at a lovely restaurant near the airport. Not everyone could make it as some were arriving into town quite late. It was an easy evening chatting about the Reiki course and stuff. I got all teary-eyed when I told them that I was so grateful for everyone trusting me so much and coming all this way for me to be their teacher. Then all of a sudden, one of the students who had taken a couple of online mediumship classes with me turned to me and said, This weekend you will not only be the teacher, you will be the student. And in that moment, I was slightly confused but smiled and nodded and figured it must be a message that she channeled, but I let it go. So the next morning, everyone arrives and we got to work. In a Reiki class, I have so much that I need to cover, and when I go into teacher mode, I'm somewhere else. I'm on a mission to make sure that the students know what to do. The first day is always intense. It's almost information overload. I could feel a couple of the students struggling with their own pain that day, and it started to bring back memories of my Reiki course eight years ago. As an empath, I was feeling for them on such a deep level. I wanted to take away their pain. I wanted to tell them that someday they would feel empowered and healed, and I did try to tell them that. So in the afternoon that first day, they started to use their Reiki and practice on each other, and for some reason, I was fighting off this intense anxiety and emotions. I kept holding my chest to try to calm it down by doing self-Reiki. That has never happened to me in a Reiki course before while teaching, but I just kept on going. The room was filled with heaviness, but also an intense love as well. I felt as if I was being swept away in a sea of endless emotions. The same lady who gave me that message about being the student at dinner also came to me that day with a message from my father that had passed. It was so specific and much needed. I knew the message was 100% accurate. It was something that unlocked a flood of emotions within me. But I had to shake it off. I had to continue teaching, and so I pushed it all aside. But that anxiety was starting to overwhelm me, to the point that I had to lay down on one of the massage tables at one point, something that I actually just don't do in a class, but I just couldn't help it. One of the students, who is this 22-year-old young guy, jokingly said that it was my turn for some Reiki, and normally I would never let students practice on me. First of all, I'm very guarded, 
and I've only let a few of my Reiki master students place their hands on me. But oddly enough, something in me said it was okay if him and one of the other ladies he was working with wanted to practice on me. In that moment, I was still guarding them from seeing my soul. I just allowed them to clear my energy. I'm very good at blocking people from seeing anything as I know very well how to do that. Anyways, the short clearing and healing was lovely. I was grateful and I got off the table to finish teaching. That anxious feeling was still there, but not as bad as it had been earlier in that day. After class ended that night and everyone went back to their hotels, etc., I settled in for the evening as I was exhausted but feeling good. It had been a magical day and I actually slept quite well that night. Well, the next day we started off nice and early. I was feeling excited to teach them again. I was happy and I was feeling good other than that anxious feeling that kept invading my chest. And that feeling actually hasn't happened to me in quite a long time, but that day it seemed to just not want to go away. But I had work to do. It was my job to make sure that day two that they know exactly what they're doing. So I tried my best to push it away every chance that I could. Anyways, after doing what is called a Reiki attunement, which is a ritual that takes place to connect the student to the Reiki source, that same student that gave me the message about my father then tells me that during her attunement, she had the most wonderful vision of me being lifted up on these beautiful stairs and was told that I was being lifted up to now being a high priestess and that this class was special because of that. As she was telling me that, I felt it in every ounce of my soul. From there, all the students took a break while I set up the room for them to practice Reiki in. She offered to help me bring what we needed up, and again upstairs she started channeling, giving me messages about my life. She was bang on with everything. She told me things that I had heard from many psychics before about what I was destined to do, and all of a sudden something made me look at her necklace. I saw Gigi written in gold letters across it. That is the nickname that my father called me for my entire life. He never called me Karina, it was always Gigi. She was shocked that I never noticed the necklace the day before. She told me that she wasn't even planning on wearing it that day, but something made her. And not only made her, but she actually shortened the chain so it wouldn't be hidden under the shirt. I was meant to see it. It truly helped validate the messages that she was giving me. I was left a little bit in shock as I wasn't expecting her to be the messenger for me for two days straight. So when everyone came up and they started working, I was trying to guide them through it all. But I was having a very difficult time focusing and that never happens to me when I'm teaching. I'm usually somewhere else in teacher mode and I don't have the time to get into my head. I kept having severe anxiety creeping in. I was feeling lightheaded and I was having a hard time breathing. And as I watched some of the students release their own inner pain on the table, my anxiety seemed to be rising. As I empathized with them while they cried, I felt my chest become so tight. It became so tight that I had to lay down again on one of the massage tables. And what happened next felt as if something inside of me was trying to escape. I held my hand on my chest and I tried to calm myself, but it wasn't working. I then held my hands over my face as I knew tears were welling up and I didn't know how to stop them. Two of my students saw me in distress, and the next thing I knew, they were asking me if it was okay if they put their hands on me to do Reiki. I could barely whisper a yes to them. Within seconds of them starting, I could feel years of old pain and trauma trying to find its way out. I thought all the work that I had done on myself over the years had released it all, but I was wrong. 
I started to shake so badly, and I knew I was fighting it. And I was fighting it for many reasons. I didn't want to revisit my old pain. I was done with those old stories. Plus, I was supposed to be teaching these students that needed me. I was truly fighting it, but I knew I couldn't stop it. Next thing I know, all seven students are working on me, and a floodgate had opened. They were all so incredible, and I let go, and I let them help me. Something I have a hard time doing with anyone, but I trusted them. I knew this group was special because they were sent to not only learn from me, but to help me finally let go of the old story so that I could evolve and step into that high priestess type of level. And as I cried to them and apologized over and over, they told me that they were honored that I trusted them enough to let them help me. A few of them told me that I had changed their lives in their past sessions with me, and that was amazing but also really, really hard for me to hear because here I was falling apart and feeling like a failure for not being able to let my own shit go. And in those moments of release, instead of being proud of myself for how far I had actually come on my journey, I was cursing myself and hating who I was for all of my life choices in my younger years. I blamed myself for all of my traumas. Anyways, when everyone finished, I took a few good deep breaths I thanked them from the bottom of my heart and went on to teach them the rest of their course. The weekend ended and was magical and so, so special. I almost didn't want it to end. I gave them all their certificates and we all said our goodbyes and from there I should have been happy and fulfilled that I was blessed to have all these people come from so far for me to be their Reiki master. But instead, I fell. I fell harder than I have fallen in so many years, and it was painful. That dark hole swallowed me up to the point where I shut everyone around me out. I cried off and on for days. I couldn't think clearly. I was in a full-on daze. The worst part wasn't really the old trauma. The worst part was the self-hate. All of the years of working on loving and accepting myself went out the window. Instead, I hated who I was. I hated myself to the core. I saw my old self when I looked in the mirror and wanted to run from everything. I couldn't seem to pull myself out of it, which for years I had been very good at doing with the help of my guides. That week, I had lost myself completely, and I allowed myself to fall. I always do say that you've got to feel it in order to heal it, and that's exactly what I did. I sat with my pain. I allowed myself to cry, and let me tell you, I cried. Anything and everything made me emotional. I knew there was no way around it. The old me would have suppressed all of the emotions either with alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, or more. But this time, I chose to feel it all. I think my spirit guides forced it all out of me so that I could move up to that new level. They knew that I had to make peace once again with my past. I needed to stop blaming myself for things that I didn't have control over. I needed to forgive myself for feeling that I put myself into predicaments that led to more trauma and heartache. I needed to look back on my past and see that I wouldn't be the person and healer that I am today had none of that happened. I needed to fall so that I could truly appreciate who I am today and be proud of myself. I choose to share my stories and truth with you all because I believe in always being real, raw, and authentic. How can we relate to one another if we only see the surface and not the depth? I don't want to see your highlight reels of forced smiles. I want to see all of you.
I want to see the things that are hidden. I want to have real, honest conversations because in those conversations, that is where truth is revealed. We can more easily lean on each other when we don't feel so alone. I'm not embarrassed to say when I'm not okay, and I feel more of us need to do that. It really is okay to not be okay. There is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of in any way. I may shut everyone out for a period of time, but in that time, I'm allowing myself to feel it all so that I can work on healing it. And when I am emerging from that darkness, I talk to the ones closest to me and share my struggles. I know how important it is to talk about it so that the energy doesn't get trapped within and cause illness. And that's the biggest message from this episode. Please don't be afraid to talk about your feelings. If you hold it all inside, it becomes toxic. And if you can't bring yourself to talk about it, then write about it. One of the first things that I did when I was in that dark was to grab my pen and paper and start to let it all out. And here is this episode. It came pouring out of me because I think at first I was afraid to admit that I had fallen so hard. But as I wrote it out, I realized how important it was to share it and let everyone know that even as a healer with all of the wonderful spiritual tools, I fell. I don't have all of the answers. I am flawed just like everyone else. But I do have an amazing team of spirit guides that stay by my side as I heal and slowly lift me back up. Even in your darkest times, please know that they sit by your side and hold your hand. There are many things and experiences we must go through in this physical realm. They are all important lessons and part of our journeys. And I know that when we are in the dark, it's very difficult to see that light. But I do know that our guides will never leave our sides. We just have to trust that they are there because they are. So I want to leave you all with this today. We may fall, we may break, and we may fail, but then we rise we heal, and we overcome. Remember, you've always got to feel it in order to heal it. Don't stifle your emotions. Sit with it all and work through them one day at a time. Healing doesn't happen overnight. It can be a very long, long process. But what's important is that you at least start the journey and know that it really is okay to not be okay. This too shall pass and you will rise once again. Thank you all so much for being here with me today and listening to me as I share my innermost thoughts and feelings. A special thank you to the students who held space for me and allowed me to let go and fall in a safe space. That weekend was and will always be very dear to my heart. It was magical. And another special thank you to all of my students for trusting me to be their teacher. I wouldn't be the healer that I am today without all of you. Sharing these abilities and watching all of your journeys unfold right before my eyes is the greatest gift, and I'm beyond grateful. And lastly, thank you all for following and listening to the Divine Messages podcast. You are the reason why I continue to keep going with this podcast, and just please know how grateful I am for all of you as well. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at Divine Messages 333 or at the Divine Messages Podcast, as well as on Facebook under Divine Messages or the Divine Messages Podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.